We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. you have a guaranteed goal before we go? So you're guaranteeing a decorum goal. That should be just, it should be a, that's not, yeah, that's, a given. Yeah. That's like the automatic. Yeah. That's like the it's like guaranteeing goal. tomorrow will be Friday. Right. That's I mean, that's the free thing in the, the bingo square in the middle. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. Right? This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor at Rotowire, joined by Jordan Cooper on this Thursday morning to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, how's it going? Fine. I don't have to deal with uh, weird uh, Eredivisie results, apparently, um, right, that I see in the Slack chat that <laughs> every, people with umlauts over their names and, and 17 consonants and vowels seven vowels in a row and whatever and then it's like a seven to four game and then everyone's going nuts or something something's going on in Eredivisie and I don't know what's going on but at least it's not negatively affecting me as soon as they announced that they were going to do it I think I just saw like the tweet from Bernbach that like oh we added some leagues and it was Eredivisie and the Coppa Italia uh I was like we've gone too far like it's this is not what people really want not that I would know but like I was like nobody needs to play that uh, I played both, or th- if they had three slates this week, I played the slate, the Arita uh, slates this week. They're a ton of fun, only because, like you said, there are goals everywhere. And I probably should have known that, knowing that Josie Altidore scored 20 goals there. But it's uh, the research is a little tougher, but it's not impossible. It's basically like old school research that we used to do before I relied on our own Rotowire stats. But, um, yeah, it's more like 
There are names of guys I've never heard of playing in a league I've never watched. And I'm relying on goal flash updates that pop up in the Slack chat to know what's going on. Right, because I, you can't even watch it on television. Somebody made a comment about like how somebody's uh, goal was it was like a nice shot, and I'm like, how on earth do you know that? He's like, oh, I'm watching like some feed from Reddit in another language, and I was like, oh, I suppose I could do that. I chose not to. I watched yesterday. I watched the Tottenham FA Cup match, which I lost on on Tuesday because I didn't stack Swansea enough, and I barely won yesterday because I stacked Spurs too much. Somehow Spurs scored t- twice against Newport County, but it's Swansea who explodes for eight goals in their FA Cup match. FA There's Cup, fantasy soccer. FA Cup. Yeah, FA Cup. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens. That's what happens. Anyway. That's, uh, that's why I wait around for the real slates. <laughs> you didn't used to. You would have well, been I mean, all over these if it wasn't point, for It's NBA. getting to the point of stupidity. Like, it, 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 it's just a lot of small slates with, like, you have... I'm I'm not doing Eredivisie plus. I mean, like if if you needed, like I liked it back in the day. Back in the even, back in the day could have been two months ago. Like if there was, <laughs> if there was one, Premier League game on on Friday. It's like, well, we want to have a slate with that. So, what other two or three games are going on? Even, and if one of them happens to be Eredivisie, I mean, to me that was the French league. Like you would you wouldn't yeah, care if there was not, a five. You don't care about league one, yeah. Right, but if you're going to throw in one, I don't care what game it is. It doesn't have to be a top team, but in order to make us to make it be a three game slate at least, and you want to throw in something like that or a championship, so like I, that's fine with me. But to have, you know, three an FA Cup game and three Eredivisie, like it just that to me, like now you've gone too too far. Like only because you can't, Tuesdays. you can't. I can't even watch. I mean, I. Like the re- like La Liga, I can understand. Uh, Serie A, I can understand. Even the fr- even Ligue because that, that's on being sports at least. But then you get to once the the cup matches in other countries, and then Eredivisie, which I'm fine with the Dutch league. I I I enjoy the Dutch league, but like I can't. I, what, what research? I'm I'm not I'm not. I don't want to have an Eredivisie slate. I want to have oh there may be a. Uh, uh, an Ajax game on as part of a you know two Premier League teams and a La Liga team like like oh it's the it's the fourth game on the slate not the majority. Tuesday slate was a two gamer, Eredivisie and FA Cup. Right. See, that's what I'm. That's that's about. gone too far, I believe. Right. I played it, but I think it's a. I think we've gone a little. Well, too that's far. the problem. You're still play. You're you're playing. <laughs> I'm not. Right. Me. I'm 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 playing. Uh, NBA slates that get that they, I need I need weather reports for apparently now. Well, you you've been one who has said to me before that you're just not the kind of person who like throws a lineup together and just plays like that's not right. Right. That's not your your way of playing, which I understand. But that's how these slates feel. They feel like let me just throw a lineup in and see what happens, which which is fine, which is fine. It just that like if, if I'm going to no matter what my volume is, I'm not going to I'm going to do my due diligence regardless if it's for five bucks or five hundred bucks, so I look at that and I go, like it's going to take me an hour and a half just to track down who these people are, and rotations and who sat the last game, and then you have to find the lineups on Twitter and they're in a different language because where the hell else would they be? And it's like at that point, 
for 10 bucks or something. I mean, like, it's, it, why? Why why bother doing it when, you know, I have other things to do? I Whether it be research for NBA or coming up MLB or other sports or just, like, my actual job. Like, sometimes it comes down, sometimes it's it's not a DFS thing. Sometimes it just comes down to, like, I'd be better off getting, you know, this four hours of work done that I could put off till tomorrow. But I might as well do it today because there's an Eredivisie slate. Well, tomorrow there isn't. And tomorrow maybe I actually want to spend a little bit more time researching, you know, soccer or something. Right? Like, that's, that's really what it comes down to. Today's, um, I believe it's a two-game Eredivisie in Copa del Rey. Yeah, come on, really? <laughs> it's for the degenerates. <laughs> if you get enough degenerates, that's fine. I, you, you, anyone out there should be glad that I'm not playing these little little slates because, I mean, I'd, I'd probably do well. Right, a well enough ROI that it's, uh, you know, you're getting a little uptick yourself over there, but, but whatever. I mean, but I also see the contest side. Now, <clears throat> if you would tell me that soccer, you know, like there would be, you know, five thousand entering contests even for these, well then, so be it. Maybe, maybe, maybe then it's worth it at least. And of course, it's a, it's a kind of a, like a paradox type of thing. It's like, well then, I don't feel like playing then. That's one less person than someone else doesn't want to play. It's like if everyone just got together and said, let's play these degenerate slates, they may get bigger. The The disappointing thing for me is to see that they're still like eight times bigger than any MLS slate we get. A league that like we can all watch. A lot of people, well, obviously not a lot of people are interested, but it's like there are passionate people and certainly in the Slack chat, although I don't think we've, uh, it might have started before MLS ended, but um it's just disappointing to see uh, that these slates are so much more popular, at least in terms of GPP sizes, than leagues we can actually pay attention to. Well, MLS has two things problems against it. That's different than staggered these slate is one staggered, of staggered, right? And it's on the weekend. Yeah, like when you call, talk about two in the afternoon, like there's nothing else. I mean, I mean, you could be doing whatever. Prime degenerate be, time, right? Exactly. Saturday afternoon. So, uh, degenerates got to go out some point, right? <laughs> right. Vitamin D is good for you. Right. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Saturday's slate, which is a morning slate. I guess that's early enough that degenerates can be awake, but not too late that they're already out of the house. Uh, we've got a five-game slate, and hey, looks like another Man City stack. Maybe doesn't have um, to be a stack. They're not, they're not absurdly favored. They're they're only just ridiculously favored. Right. And everything else is close to is much closer to a pick'em than being not. Right. So I went through and built a dummy lineup at least that or a little more than a dummy since I put some thought into it. Uh and I think at this point, and you may over the next however many minutes convince me otherwise, but I think you might only need Kevin De Bruyne. And I think that the teams that I can build without De Bruyne and Aguero, because I pretty much never play Sterling in cash, I would rather pay up the 1200 to get Aguero. But the other guys that I get with not paying up for Aguero, I think I like more than Aguero and the dumpster diving guys I have to find elsewhere. How, did you, how do you, were you looking at forward for this league? Uh, I, I, would, I would say that it's possible— Maybe not optimal, but 
viable at this point uh, that you may be able to be fine with no Man City players. Ooh. I mean, you can you can build a very interesting accumulating lineup without anybody, but it does seem like not having De Bruyne. That scares me a little too much, but I can see where you're going with it. I, but like, it's more like you're you're choosing to use forward spots instead of De Bruyne on JBG, Pascal Gross. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I was considering in there. I mean, I, I don't usually play Sigurdsson, but I guess you could throw him in there. Townsend, I doubt you would play over one. of You know, it's like, I feel like you're, you're like, I could play these guys, but then you're, you're specifically not playing Kevin De Bruyne. Well, I think, I think that the case that could be made and what I'm doing is just making a case. I'm not yep. saying that that's the optimal way to go. The optimal may be to play two. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just, we're, we're just talking this out, but, the difference on this slate versus previous slates. Like, we can't just go in and, and pretend like we're in a vacuum. Uh, Leicester are a better team than Man City has faced in the past. Yep, even without they Mahrez. Were he- right, even without Mahrez, right. Uh, they are heavily they are heavily favored, but they're not stupidly. F- I mean, like, we're using terms like in Spaceballs, ludicrous speed <laughs> type of thing. But... Uh, but the downside of that is that if you look at the in comparison to the rest of the slate, all the other games are like unders. Right. Like you look at all the other games and go like this slate may not have that many goals in it. And the goals that are in this slate are probably in this game. Exactly. Right. So I think from a GPP perspective, if you're looking for goals, you, you you may have to take a Man City play, even if it's not one of the popular ones. You take you take a Justice Sterling, and then just find a cheap goal in another game, like for GPP purposes. For cash purposes, I mean the the top option for if you're looking for a goal is going to be Aguero. But there's sure. also the difference is, in addition to Leicester, it's I mean they're they're, they're a minus four fifteen something favorite, and it's a three and a half total. Uh these guys aren't I they were never cheap, but they were never this expensive. Yeah. Like the 12-1 and 11-7. It's not like even it's not even like before when uh De Bruyne was 10-8 and Aguero was 10-5 and Sterling was 9800. Like you could you could do something with that. I mean you you would be able to stack both of them and still have a decent enough lineup. Now we're looking at like at 12-1, I mean that's that's we're at Kane level pricing on a short game on a short slate Kane on a short slate yeah right so, you, you, so so that's why I look at Kevin De Bruyne and go how does he possibly pay off 12-1 without a goal or an assist and if he in just peripherals he's not going to get there so I look at Aguero and go like he barely pays off value with a goal I think you need two from Aguero I think yeah, but can... I think I, but I think it's more likely that I get two from Aguero than I get uh, twenty-five points out of De Bruyne through no goals and no assists. Why do you assume there's no goal or no assist from De Bruyne? I don't. I'm just. I, all I'm saying is that I, I think Aguero has more of a shot 
at getting 12 points than De Bruyne through non-goal. Like, the, the whole point here is that we're, we're thinking in terms of bigger slates. Like, when I mentioned the fact that the, all the other games have low totals, and of course, what's going to end up happening on Saturday is that this game is going to be one nothing, and then some other game is going to be like four to three. Yep, that shouldn't have been. You know, that, 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 that's a GPP. I can't. Who knows what that's going to happen? Uh, the point is, is that on a slate, I mean, this is this is the strategy of DFS on on the texture of the slate, where this game is the highest total. Every other game looks like it could it could maybe there won't be any goals. You don't have to make, quote, make value. You look at 11-7 and go, if you get 15 points out of that in cash, that may be fine. I mean, the, the, the cash line could be, like, 52 points, right? Because with the if lack the of goals game, and other— yes. yep. so, so that means paying up for—and for, to use your, your example, I'm not, I'm not saying that Aguero is better than De, De Bruyne, but if De Bruyne only got 15 points and— there's barely any goals scored in the slate. Like you're locking in 15 points for 12-1 rather than taking a shot somewhere else. But the downside to that is that you could possibly get 15 points for cheaper in other games also. Just that you're more sure about right. Yeah, these you're top end options, and yeah. also you're 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 exposing yourself to goal and assist potential more so than taking a Pascal Gross in another game. Agreed. I just think you're you can't say well Aguero will probably score and he could he has a very good chance of scoring two and then on the same side say only looking at De Bruyne without an a goal without goal or assist upside. Well, cuz Aguero has so much higher goal scoring odds. Sure. Right. So that's so, what well, we you, judge you don't Aguero think Aguero's single goal scoring odds are probably equal to De Bruyne scoring 10 points. Well, 12. Sure, 12. Do you not think those are equal? They're about equal. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, and obviously Aguero could score more, but De Bruyne could also have his 12 floor points and score or or assist on Aguero's goal. That's correct. Yeah. All of those are fine. It's just a matter of spent. It's just, I think, thinking out through that, that at 12-1 and 11-7, this isn't... It it doesn't it may not sound to most people like a, much of a difference, but it is much different than ten five or ten thousand. Sure, I mean that it substantially makes the difference in the rest of your lineup, and just because Man City is the biggest favorite on the slate in the highest total game, like doesn't mean like they're at the price levels where you could play none of them and still be fine. Now if the if Man City beats Leicester five nothing, you're dead. I mean like. Obviously, and if they're high owned and people have these guys, and fine, I get it. But if this game this game could end two to nothing, De Bruyne and Aguero could Aguero could have a goal, and De Bruyne could have fifteen points. So let's say they both get fifteen points. Like you could find fifteen points in other games, even without a goal and an assist, and not pay twelve one or eleven seven. Now, are you as sure of those points in the other games for less money? Not as sure as you would be for De Bruyne and Aguero, but just understand that they're at the price levels where, like, like you you're only going to get killed by their upside. You're not you're not going to get killed by their floor. Before you could get killed by their floor. If you get what I'm talking about, Andrew. 
I don't think you're ever getting killed by Aguero's floor. Well, not necessarily. Well, I mean, floor meaning one goal. Like you oh, can, okay. if, like Aguero puts a, if on any slate, if Aguero puts up fifteen points, you could find you could you could get that goal from anywhere. Yes, right. That's what I'm saying. Like it's okay. not a yeah. it's not a yeah. big, it's not a big deal. Oh, I don't have Aguero's goal, but do you have another goal? Yes. Okay. Is that goal different than you know what someone else would have and not not a, as high of an own goal? Well, no, it's not. I I have a Callum Wilson goal. Well, then you're fine. Actually, you did better off because right, you're better off. <laughs> right, because now you were able to spend elsewhere for anything. Now, I'm not afraid of Callum Wilson's upside based on his ownership in cash or something, you know, those types of players. Because, worst case scenario, they're 8% owned with a hat trick, and someone played him in cash. Doesn't affect me that much. Maybe in a head to head or something. Aguero, you're scared of because, you know, if he's 50% owned and he has a hat trick and you don't have him, you're dead. Yep. Like that, to me, like you, you play them for those reasons more than point reasons. But I think on this slate, if 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 you believe only one goal, if, if they're only going to get one goal's worth of points, either of these players, any of these players, you could even say Sterling or whatever, that it's not a necessity to have them in. But you're fading, you're fading the ceiling game, and if it's going to be a high owned, if they're going to be high owned in your contests, and they have a ceiling game, you're dead. So to me, the only the only reason I'm playing either of these players is to block. Hmm. I don't think I need, I don't think I need De Bruyne. I, I, I'm going to play quote safer, but at 12-1, it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think you need, I, I don't think you need them. I think you could make the argument that this is one of the best priced slates that we've seen in a long time. Like I think there, I think De Bruyne and Aguero should be priced at 12-1 and 11-7 respectively. Yeah, that's correct. When yeah. we're getting to the when we're getting to the point where I'm not just like, okay, well, you lock in two Man City players and you find value, that means they're priced well. Yep, right. I think they did I'm, a really I'm, good job on almost everybody. Right, almost every. But that, but you you agree, Andrew? Like, if we're we're getting to the point where De Bruyne is twelve one, I'm like, I'm like, I it probably is optimal to have one Man City player, but on a five game slate where they're the heaviest favorite. For cash games, it's 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 quite possible you don't play any. Like, we just treat them as just okay. Just hopefully one of them doesn't kill me. Kind of kind of what we do with Tottenham, and you just go. I just refuse to play Kane on like a six game slate in cash, no matter what the the the, the how much of it they are favored over. And you just go let let Kane kill me. Fine, I'll pl- I'll play the fullbacks just to have exposure. I'll I'll, I'll play other. I'll play a Liverpool player. And then if Kane gets a hat trick and people have him, then I'm just like we don't talk about that when it comes to Man City, right? I we never we don't sit here going, going well, well I'm not going to play Aguero in cash. And hey, hey, if he kills me, he kills. We we don't we don't talk the same way. But we're we're at the price level. We should. We talk that way about Kane because his price is always like 12k, and it's like I can't do anything in my lineup if I take this guy, right? I got to take other guys. Yeah, I think part of that is is that there's not an another guy up there on his team that you would be like, okay, like I think it, because it's Aguero and KDB that we're not forced to have the conversation of like, I'm going to let one of them run me down because you know, because there are two of them, you know, most people will have one. Whereas Kane, yeah, I but- think that people are comfortable enough, not comfortable, but I think enough people fade Kane where it's like, you're okay saying 
if he runs me down, so be it. But I think these guys, and particularly De Bruyne, um, I think we see him enough that you're you're more likely to say, I need to have De Bruyne. Like, I think on this slate, you're going to see more teams in cash with both of them than with neither of them. I don't think so. I think it's going to be one or the other. I don't see how no, you build... No, no, no. But I'm not saying I... that. I'm saying that if the the number of teams... That, that's kind of bucket three. But, like, in terms of teams that have both or teams that have neither, I think you're going to see many more with both. Yeah, that's correct. But I yeah. don't think that's going to... I don't think that's optimal. I agree. You're you're pl- you're playing for a blowout at that point. Yep. Playing those prices because I, I can't see you building... A, a, a high enough floor lineup with the rest of your, your players. You're basically needing um, peak floors from every single other player that you have. Even then, the, the floors aren't even that good. I mean, like, you're, right. you're, you're, <laughs> right. Going, you're right. That, that's the point that I'm making. Yep. Like, you're hoping you're, for that. You're hoping that Man key. City win 4 nothing and it goes through those, those guys and at those prices. And I, I disagree with you when it comes to to Kane versus these two at these levels is that I'm more inclined. Like you say, like, Oh, people are more, they'll fade Kane, but they won't fade these guys. Like, like, well, Kane, it's the distribution of Tottenham's production goes more towards Kane than these two. So like, I'm more inclined to like, if I want Tottenham exposure, I could just take Kane and probably be fine. You can't say that about Man City. Especially with Sané, if they, he was backing. I mean, you just look and you go, I hope I pick the right guy. Tottenham, you don't have to hope you pick the right guy. It's like you either pick the guy or you don't. So, But they're now at the same price level. Before, mm-hmm. Kane would be 12K, and then these guys would be, you know, they all, you have four guys at 10K. And it's right. just like, they're, all, they're expensive, but it's like, feel free to pick and choose who's going to be the one scoring two goals and getting assists and whoever. And if you want to play David Silva, he's a midfielder. So who knows what's going to happen? At least with Tottenham, it's just like, like uh, either, either you go, you take it too expensive Erickson or you just go, well, Tottenham win. Kane's going to be involved in a goal, right? He's going to take seven shots. I mean, it's, you might as well just take him. A lot of times Tottenham appears on slates where you want where it's also Man City. And Man City and Tottenham's only like a minus one eighty normal favorite, and Man City's a minus eight hundred favorite. And you go, who do I prioritize? Taking no Man City and taking Kane for the Tottenham goal, or no? You got to take the Man City's. It's a over. It's almost a four total. Like you got to take someone from there. And once you once you take a ten k guy, you can't take Kane anymore. And then you just fade Kane, right? Because it's just like I need to take a, I need to take a Man City guy. Man City guys right now are at the level of Kane. So, like, if if Tottenham was on this slate in the similar situation where they were as much of a favorite, I'd look and go, you wouldn't play a single Man City player at all. I'd say just play play Harry Kane. I'm more reliant on, in cash. I'm talking about. If Tottenham, I don't even know you anymore. You don't even know me. <laughs> if Tottenham, if Tottenham was on this slate as in the same situation, so you had two. The, Tottenham as a minus whatever favorite. Yep. And Man City as a minus whatever favorite, both with three, three and a half totals. And Kane was sitting there at, let's say, 12, at the same 12 1. And you look and you go, well, Tottenham are probably going to score three goals, and Man City was going to go score three goals. Who do you play in cash at forward? I go, you take Harry Kane. I'm more inclined if Tottenham are going to score three goals. 
I could pretty much peg Kane for at least one of them, right? Man City, I could pick two guys and get them wrong, right? I could take, okay, that Man City's going to score three goals. I'm going to take De Bruyne and Aguero, and then you see it, it could be Sterling and Sané, right? That happens all the time. That's, that's our past. That's, that's what we always talk about with Man City. It's like, take two of them, t- whatever two you want. You can't, I can't say that that's a horrible play because who knows what's going to happen, where the goals are going to come from. Sané uh, has a floor game. He has, uh, he has one point. He could have 19 points. He could take corners. He could do nothing. He could come out at 63rd minute. Aguero could score three goals. He could score one goal. He could have two shots and sit there with four points. De Bruyne could have could have four million crosses and and, and get in this. He could have a thirty two point game. He could also, you know, he's active all game. They win two nothing and he's sitting there with six and a half points. <laughs> Kane, like you just look at it and you go, well, as long as their goals, most likely Kane is going to be involved in something, right? In the same situation. Now Tottenham is less likely to be in that situation compared to Man City because Man City is a better team. So we don't necessarily get into those those uh, decisions. But now. The Man City players are priced that way. So the next time that this happens, when Man City and Tottenham are on the same slate, expect me to go like this may be, this may be you, 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 take, you take a cane over these guys. Hmm. Right. I'm, I'm, am I speaking blasphemy? I think 2017 Jordan would, be, would think you're crazy. But he would probably also think that Christian Eriksen was like a legitimate 10K option still. Right. We couldn't possibly fathom that he no no but but, but, two, but 2017 Jordan I just uh, we forgot the very beginning of the conversation where I'm like like you may not have to you may it may not be optimal to play any of these guys and you just go and you you start taking you taking your your four guys the whole way through and just hope no the distribution of points in the Man City game is not lopsided enough that it kills you but I still think you need goals I mean I just look on the slate and go. Go, you, you, you'd be if you're not taking a Man City guy and you're taking these like floor set piece guys. Like you may, you, if, if goals start getting scored in this slate, you're going to be in a, in a disadvantage. But looking at these totals, the totals are, are garbage <laughs> for all of these. For all of the, I for mean, all I, of them. When, right? I mean, I think maybe. I mean, even like Everton Crystal Palace, like that's that's a under. Like the next highest total is West Ham Watford. And that's still under two and a half. And Swansea Burnley is like that could be in the ground, right? So that's why you look at it and go, oh, okay, I'm going to take two players from I'm I'm going to take Johan Berger Mudson, and I'm going to take uh, Klukas or Key or whoever were in Swansea. And good luck, good good luck. I don't think you need to do that. I'd rather expose myself to to, to better options in other games. You can take one of them, sure. But I think I think the mistake is is that like if you it what I'm saying I, let me preface it you wouldn't do that if you're fading Man City if you if you understand what I'm saying like if you t- if you're taking a Man City player then have no problem uh, uh, with the low Swansea Burnley game but the problem is is that like Man City there's probably going to be a goal or two or something that you may need to match or something. So I, I mean, I think I could, I think I can match that goal possibly more, obviously more so with a Shakiri or a, a, a Joe Mario than than a than a Tom Carroll. Yep, I get that. Right. So, do you think that De Bruyne and Aguero will be the two highest owned players in cash? I think it's going to be spread out. 
who else do you think is up there? Like JBG kind of jumps out at me, but um, it's hard to trust him anymore. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we have Jordan Shakiri to trust, uh. but he's a midfielder. <laughs> we'll get to him in a minute. Right. But I'm looking at it, folks. Okay, if you don't take these guys, I think the uh, valid options cash wise. Uh, I I don't care if you make fun of me. I still think Bernardo Silva is at least an option. If you want to get Man City exposure and then pay only seventy seven hundred for it, I'm not saying it's optimal. <laughs> I can hear you sneering at me. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I've ever played Bernardo Silva in cash, and I don't think this is the slate where I'm going to start. Right, but I if if you were told, but I get it's it. Like, well, I, I want it. okay. I'm I'm not saying I'm. I'm going through whatever option it could possibly be. Uh, you, uh, you could Sigurdsson if he's in. <laughs> yeah, he's there. Right, he's there. Pascal Gross, sure. Uh, Townsend. Well, Gross has goal upside now. Two goal upside. Right. Or was it two? Was it one goal? Oh, it was goal and an assist. Excuse me. Right. Five shots. What? Ugh, Jesus. Anyway. Townsend. I get. I. I, I don't. I wouldn't pay his price with Kabai on the field. Yep. Uh, I mean. Feel free, feel free to to pretend it's uh, earlier in the year and start chasing Richarlison. Again. Yeah, nine nine fouls drawn. That's definitely happening. Right. Well, you got good Mudson. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Then we start getting down and down, and then you go. It's like, well, I know who my second forward is probably going to be. And he's sitting there at fifty eight hundred. If he mm-hmm. starts, Jerry D. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, his price, his price, he's underpriced. He's the only. I, I was going to say, I thought everyone was was priced accurately on this slate, but his is way off. Right. Oh, I, and maybe not way reason, off, but it, it's off. It's not. It's not necessarily only because he's now pretty much taking nearly a monopoly of set pieces for Watford, but his open play value is good, also. Yeah, I'd like to hedge on that a little bit and say that he has taken all of their set pieces in one match. Right. But. Yes, the laws of recency right. say it's all Jerry. Like you, would you play cleverly at fifty eight hundred? Not a chance. <laughs> just checking, just checking. Well, also because he's also forward. I mean, yep. you get the yep. forward eligibility that that helps. But the thing is, is that Holobus was in, and Delafeu still took over him. Yeah, Holobus was so, playing center back, which we hadn't seen before. But so that I, I don't know if fullback or wingback Holobus. Doesn't take sets, but I'm at fifty eight hundred. That's I think De La Feu is worth the the risk of not taking a hundred percent and only getting seventy percent, right? Even if it's Watford away, right? But he also has open play value. Like yes, like I'm looking at at for fifty eight hundred. Even if it's not a set piece, even if he wasn't even on set pieces, it's not it's not horrible even open compared to all these goal dependent compared to Christian Benteke or an Ashley Bard for sure. You know, like those types of guys, right? Then we look down. I mean, now we're starting. Now we're really getting into the dumpster. Yep. Like uh, uh, Jordan Ayew, fifty nine hundred. No. Yeah, I guess so. I put him slightly ahead of being goal dependent, but I wouldn't. Fifty nine hundred is a little too expensive to not to get what he does. Right. I don't know if it's completely prohibitive, but. With De La Feu, I wouldn't. I don't need Jordan Ayew. Like if De La right, Feu right. was seventy eight hundred, I would. I'd probably play him still. But right, Jordan Ayew is is the. the uh, are you when you have nobody else? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Or like yep. Mama Diou for those right. types of guys. It's like ah, good. 
better, better than nothing. It's just that because there's not nothing to play. But I think that's it for forward. Midfield, you got everyone. What about Balassi? Uh, I don't know how Everton's going to line up. Well, yes, uh, Sigurdsson didn't start the last one, right? Right. I mean, Balassi at 5,000 isn't bad. Yep, I agree. Right. He crosses the ball. They, he, as valid, I mean, if if he started and Sigurdsson wasn't in, not because Balassi gets, like, set pieces or anything, just, like, just the way that they play, uh, depending on who's up top or anything, like playing De La Feu and Balassi up top and then, which is the problem is I don't know if you could pay up as much. I mean, you'd end up playing De Bruyne anyway. Right. Right. So that's that's why I, it's it's hard to look at Belasi when De La Feu is there unless De, De La Feu doesn't start. Yep, I agree. I agree. Because right? if, you, if you're paying 5K for one and 5,800 for another forward, then you're like, oh, well, now I could pay up at midfield. And then you look and you go, uh... The De Bruyne. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you could pay for him, and then it's like, oh, he's taking a forward spot. And right. It's like, would you pay Belossi, play Belossi at 5K in a midfield spot? Possibly. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Definitely maybe, as they like to say. But but it's not as appealing as, like, I need a guy to fill in a forward slot that has a floor of some type. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Shakiri at 9,200 is overpriced, but. It's expensive. I'm not sure I'm ready to call it overpriced. That's against Brighton, so... Right. Not thrilled. I'm not thrilled to roster Shakira no matter what his price was. Yeah. Well, I didn't have him last week, and... Or, yeah, that was last week. Right. And, I mean, he didn't have a... He scored, obviously, but he actually didn't have that great of a... A non-goal game. Right. Would Would you rather... Like, I take a look at... Like a guy like Good Mudson and compared to like Joe Mario. Like is Joe Mario worth seventy five hundred now? I think <clears throat> it's funny you say that. Um I think that's his price. I think like that's the right price for him. Right. Um I look at that and I go, Yeah, I guess I could play him, but I'm not thrilled at playing him. But if he was like sixty five hundred, I would play him. Exactly. Eighty five hundred I wouldn't play him. Because like that's way too much. And then you go, Okay, I guess he, he's priced I'd rather play Joe Mario than Pascal Gross. Totally. I think because you can, because De La Feu, like, I look at it, did you say this, Joe Mario or JBG? Is that where we started? Yeah, yeah that's where Like, I, I think that that works because De La Feu makes a perfectly serviceable second forward. Right. You could play De La Feu and JBG and Joe Mario and Shakiri. Right. Well, that's why I look at JBG and I go... Am I playing him at seventy one hundred as as a just midfield eligible, right? Or would I rather play Joe Mario? And I think just midfield eligible, I'd rather play Joe Mario. Yep, at home. Yep, against Watford. Yeah, I, I agree. Mario, with that. Mario has a high, I think more open play value than the way Burnley play away. And plus, comparing the two games, Swansea Burnley could be zero zero. While West Ham Watford uh, both don't have very the best of defenses. Yeah. Yep. So they may actually be. And yes, uh, if Burnley do score, JBG could be part of it. But I think it's more likely that Mario is a part of two or three goals that West Ham could be scoring. 
Totally agree. Than the one goal that Burnley scores in a one nothing game. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the West Ham Watford game is going to be like five goals scored in the game, but in comparison to all the other games, like I'm more reliant in some freak Chicharito goal, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not. It's not like I'm going to be playing him in cash, right? Right? But I, I'm, I'm more, more inclined to look at the West Ham Watford game, or, or even Stoke, uh, Brighton, than look at the Swansea Burnley game for goal upside, and it's seventy one hundred. He's going to have to take a hell of a lot of set pieces, have a hell of a lot of crosses for him to probably be better value in a midfield spot than than Joe Mario. But if you don't want to play any Man City players and you just want to play Delafeo and Goodmudson in forward spot, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you could play Shakiri and, and Joe Mario. And you could play all these guys. Go right down the board. I've even made that dummy lineup. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not bad. Is, if this was two years ago and it was one point crosses and I could have eleven of these guys, I never lose. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go any deeper into midfielders, we have to take a quick break for a message from one of our sponsors. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. If you're looking for a credit card that fits your lifestyle, look no further. U.S. Bank has credit cards that make every day rewarding, no matter what you're into. Feeling hungry? Check out the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. And get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. That'll keep your wallet and your mouth full. Big spender? The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card has a low intro APR for large purchases or balance transfers. And you call the shots with the U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card. Choose two categories each quarter. Earn 5% back on your first $2,000 of eligible purchases from those categories. So don't just get a credit card, get the right card to make every day more rewarding. Cash back, merchandise, travel rewards, and low intro APRs are waiting. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. All right, we mentioned him a little bit before. We kind of glossed over him. But if he starts, what do you think about Johan Kabai? Um, iffy. I don't think you need him. Yeah, I mean, I we. it seems like we have no problem filling forward spots this week. Uh, you know, like if you're playing Man City, then you know you're having at least one. And then we just listed a ton of guys that were saying you could play him in a midfield spot, but they're forward eligible, specifically De Lefeu and um, Goodmanson. But I think there's actually more midfielders than like I do we have this problem last I can't remember if it was last week or the week before but like there are more midfielders than like I wish I could play six midfielders um but yeah but the problem comes in that's why I said before if you're gonna play the two if you're gonna play Aguero and KDB up top I don't think you can get a high enough floor I, cause I agreed once we start going down in midfield you get a ton of question marks you're gonna need perfect results out of these people because you need to roster, because th- you need to roster three of them. I don't mind taking a shot at one, right? That's why I look at Kabai and I go, "Would I take Kabai? Or would I take Mario?" And I said, "Probably Mario." Yep. But, uh, Crystal Palace away to Everton, so eh, especially with his risk of coming off. I mean, he's viable. Yeah, I mean, I may end up there, but I, I take a look. I mean, once we start getting past down into the the five K range, it's like even if he starts, I'm not paying fifty five hundred for Charlie Adam. Nope. Right. I'm not paying. Yeah, that was a funny right. price. What? Like I'm not sure yeah, anybody's yeah, totally. paying fifty-five for Charlie Adam. 
Right. But hey, it, if, if you want to, right? Sally March is. I was going to say the March and Knock Art. Yeah. Those. Hmm. They're priced correctly. Yep. Like, it's, it does, it's okay. A way to stoke. Okay. I guess. Right. But would you, you really look, take one of those guys when you could play Jacore at 51? Right. Guaranteed. Right. Of I course. mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway. You're not playing Sam Klukas at 4,900. At least I'm not in You don't think there's a path that you could play him? Like if Key and Carroll don't play, you're not playing Carol, uh, Kluke, You're not thinking about Klukas at I'm home thinking, against Burnley? I'm thinking, but I'm not, I don't need that price range if I'm playing only one Man City player. If you're playing two Man City players, then you have to be in this range. Mm-hmm. And then you go, maybe Klukas is an option. And that's why I said in the very beginning, playing two Man City players may not be optimal because you're sitting here going... Uh, maybe I should be playing Sam Klukas, right? That's that's (laughs) the point that I'm saying, right? 4,900 for Sam Klukas, if that's the only way that you could, you could, and you play Klukas or Carroll or or these guys, and you have to play like two or possibly three of them. Like, ah, yeah, it would be great if they each get 10 points. You're good, right? But I mean, these are, these are the guys where, oh, all right, I I don't want to rely on. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I have no problem putting my stock into one of them. I have no problem discussing whether or not it's worth it to play Belasi or Sam Klukas in one spot and go, you have your utility spot. Which one do you take? But when you're sitting there going, well, there's no choice to make because I have to take both of them. Then yep. you, you, you have problems, right? That, that's, that's what I see. Unless the stuff opens up on the weekend, we don't, we don't know. But I mean, once we start getting down even past that, I mean, it's 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 a it's a dumpster. I don't see any. I really don't see anything that is playable. Do you? Uh, <clears throat> I probably wouldn't play Key, but I get why people move towards him. Um, the two guys that I considered on this range um, are. Morgan Schneiderlin, because he yeah, took over uh, corners last week. That's without Sigurdsson. That was without Sigurdsson. That's right. Um, and without Rooney. Right. He also has no open play. Value. Zero. Uh, that's not true. He has no, no he's crossing. Gareth Barry. He's Gareth Barry. He's a younger Gareth Barry. Uh, no, there's no open play value. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a good comparison. Um, and the other one who I don't really think is all that cash viable, but. I would consider him is James MacArthur. If he starts, if he starts, I mean, they're like so banged up that, and he played a few games earlier this year in like a front three. It was like MacArthur, Benteke and Townsend. Right. I would think about it. I doubt I would go through with it, but 3,500, like I think MacArthur could, could get five or six points. Yeah. But I'd rather punt with 3,500 a defender spot. Right. I get it. I get. I'm, I, yeah. Hey, it's a filler. It's a right. You're you're going into the dumpster. You, mm-hmm. There's there's going to be problems with dumpster things. So you're not going to find a perfect meal right. inside of a dumpster. I would also consider Wilfred Ndidi if he wasn't playing Man City. He's been doing what he does well recently, and for 3,300, he might work off. I actually might consider him even at Man City. Right. Well, tackles and stuff. Yeah. He might commit nine fouls though. True. <laughs> I wouldn't put a, and Didi's floor is not is below zero. Right. 
But I'm yeah, gl- like you said, there's that's not a whole lot. I'm just glad they priced up Luka Milojevic finally for uh, for all the the people that luck boxes uh, penalty. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yep. That, that's, that's let's say like it is. <laughs> right, Mark Noble priced up. Yeah, you're, you're gonna you're gonna pay for these penalties. Right, they come out of nowhere. You can't predict it, but apparently you roster them on the the day that he has a penalty. Right, I mean, hey, GPP strategy, sure, whatever. I, I see no ceiling because it's like one goal and that's it. Yeah, I'm not taking. Yeah, Milivojevic hoping for the double penalty. 4,800, goodness. Fernandinho for your Man City stack? 4,900. Well, then you did someone take him. It's a GPP play. Sure, why not? I, I agree. I agree. I don't think stacking Man City is optimal, even in GPP. What are your thoughts on Defender? Ugh. You pay down. Yeah, I don't think... I can't... I, can't, I, I don't enough. see... Can someone can someone send like a like a certified mail to DraftKings office in Boston to tell them to to to, to price down Kyle Walker? Kyle Walker. <laughs> At what point does he does he get? Does, not I'm, he's not even playable in 4K. So I mean I'm I'm just like I'm I'm looking at that going like every slate it's like well, like Danilo is 5600 and Kyle Walker is 5200 and I'm like. Danilo is the, the highest-priced defender. Right. No one higher. Not Cresswell. Not Seamus Coleman. Not Olivas. Danilo. Ugh. Anyway. Um, I agree. It, I mean, I always, like, I always consider Cresswell just because if he's taking a few, although if I'm playing Jao Mario, I have played both of them together, but I probably shouldn't have and probably won't ever again. But if you're going to play for open but, play value, you might as well just play Sam Byram. Yep. I like Byram. I think you don't get you don't get into defender until you get down to this range. Yep, so I 4, agree. 4500 and below. I like Byram, Cuco Martina, Naughton, I would even, I would probably play Olsen over Naughton right. although. But either or, Naughton I mean scored either earlier Swansea. this week. Yep. The Burnley guys you'd consider, whoever they start out wide. You love Charlie Taylor. Well, because he's always cheap. Mm-hmm. Still is. 3,400, Bruno, my boy. Mm-hmm. You're he's bo- in. <laughs> if, they, if, they give him a ch- if they give the kid a chance. Yes. Yeah. The 37-year-old kid. The 37-year-old kid, yeah. Right. Um, Glenn Johnson's back, baby. Stop. <laughs> Jeff Cameron. But still, yep, but still, I'd ra- that but, but that's the point I'm making. I'd rather take those type of guys in a defender spot than take... James MacArthur yep. Yep. and punt at midfield because then who then I'm going to have to take two players that I mean then I'm going to like oh well I have I have 4,800 left I might as well just take uh, you know Eric Peters I mean like like why am I doing that yeah exactly like why am I paying 4,700 for Eric Peters in cash when I could 3,500 I could probably get his same point total and then not have to play a James MacArthur or Wilfred and Didi in a utility spot Yep, I think all the the high priced options are, are GPP worthy, for sure. I mean, you could play Coleman, you could play Bauer, you could play you, know, you could play these guys, Odomendi even. Zinchenko is finally defender eligible. I think he may be the only. I think Zinchenko He's, yep. is the only uh, the Man City defender that I'd play if he plays. 
If Zinchenko is in, I'm going to play him. I'd play him in cash. Really? 4900 hmm. He actually gets far. I mean, because Danilo's not bad either. Like, if I had to choose between Danilo and Walker, i choose Danilo. Not, not at this price, but I'm just saying in general. Uh, but, yeah, for, why not? 4900 If he's in, he does get forward more so than he does more. Clean sheet vibe. The only reason he, he didn't play him before is because he was, like, in a midfield forward slot. Like, either do what Dinky do, or you just, you're just not playing him. The $4,000 Man City forward? Playing as a left back? Yeah, playing as a left back. I wouldn't put it out of the question. Zinchenko has more value than Otamendi. From a floor perspective. Cash, yeah. From a floor perspective. Yep. Otamendi has goal-scoring upside. No, I, I did... It, it, with the amount of value that you have on the slate and the midfield slots, like I'm not talking about value. I'm th- I'm talking about in a lineup when you're playing only one man. If you're playing just De Bruyne, and you're playing like De Bruyne Delafeu, playing Zinchenko, if he starts at 4900, is doable. Because you'd end up having to play a 4500 guy anyway. So the difference is the different right. goalkeeper. I mean, and then you get extra Man City exposure. And clean sheet, drawn live. I mean, like, compared to a, a Eric Peters, compared to a even a Holobus or a Van Anhalt, right? I don't. I don't think that's that's horrible. It's not something I'm prioritizing at all. If I see Zinchenko and I'm like, lock him in, first guy in. If you're if you decide to go full Man City fade, do you does that automatically bring you to Casper Schmeichel, or is it more that you don't think Man City will pay enough? Like they could score, and Schmeichel's not going to win or make that many saves. Like what? Well, what's you your thought in, on Schmeichel if you decide to fade him in cash? You mean. fade Man City in cash. In cash, right. yep. In GPP, you'd be correlative. If you're going to fade yep. Man City in GPP, then probably you should take Schmeichel. Yep. Uh, but in cash, not necessarily. I mean, there, I, I'm not. I wouldn't consider fading Man City in cash, and uh, and I'm not saying that I will. I'm just we're questioning it now. That's the whole point. If if we just got on the podcast and like this is what you should do and that's it, like like we'd be winning all the money and we wouldn't have time to tell you what to do. Uh, so <laughs> so just the 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 option of if you're considering that, like you're not doing it because you think Leicester's going to win. Like I'm not I'm I'm not bringing that up. Going oh I think Man City is going to be shut out by Leicester. I'm just saying that the distribution of points may not be significant enough to pay those prices for it. That if Man City Man City could score three goals, and no matter who you choose, it's not Aguero scores one, KDB has an assist. Maybe you get an own goal and uh, and uh, and and Elda Bendy scores. It's like are any of those cat? I mean. Show me the cash plays. Maybe Sterling gets one. Sterling gets one. Aguero gets one. KDB gets an assist and whatever. And then, like, all three of them end up on 15 points. It's like, well, that's fadeable. It's possible that they one of them, you know, 15 and you know, Aguero has six points. And it's like, well, that's obviously fadeable. And they still win 3 nothing. Sterling gets two goals. And it's like, well, in cash, he wasn't that popular anyway, so who cares? Right, the eight percent of people that have him in cash, well, good way to go. But it doesn't really affect your cash line as much. So, if Aguero and KDB bust for eight to ten points, like you could make that up elsewhere. 
but it still yep. not does it doesn't lead to Schmeichel getting any any different amount right, of points. Right. It doesn't like you're not you're not fading Man City because you think they're gonna that they're gonna lose. Schmeichel still may be minus four in a two nothing loss. So I'm not so I, I wouldn't go immediately to because if it, if it came to me if it came down to taking Schmeichel and then a difference in defenders. Like I'd rather get the defender that I want than care about the goal. I mean, we always talk about goalkeepers. I don't care. I don't care about the goalkeepers. But if I'm not playing any any Shakiri or or Stoke, then I'm you know then Matt Ryan. But I mean, I have no problem, you know, paying for a, a goalkeeper in the Swansea Burnley game. Yeah, I kind of look. I mean, we were saying every game is a low total and. Basically, pickums like any goalkeeper seems to be fine. Right, any goalkeeper, and even the defenders, because I mean, there may be, there may be four clean sheets this slate. Right. But still, if you're going to try to pick out where the goals are going to be, it's going to be probably Man City. But we say that a lot, and then you look, and Swansea Burnley is going to be a four-two, you know, action-packed game. And if you didn't have Jordan Ayew, you can't cash. Love those games. <clears throat> All right. Anything else? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think. I mean, and it's the late. And remember, Man City's the late. That's game. a late game. Yeah. So you got you got to plan for anything. But I don't think I don't think there are going to be any surprises. That's why you're not going to. That's why like I, I mentioned the Zinchenko play. It's like like when would you ever? You can't even make it. Right. Because what we, I'm, I'm going to leave forty nine hundred. Because who who are you pivoting to? If he's not in, Odemendi, Odem, right, and cash, right, get out of here. I mean, GP, right. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm using it as an example. Is like I wouldn't mind it, but I I can't as the late game. Putting in the utility spot, and then, I mean, if you want to do switch arounds or something, even then it would be like you'd have to go to Fernandinho, and then I still think that's not optimal for cash for GPP, perfectly viable. I, I that may be what I do with GPP to do something like that and leave a forward spot and a, and a utility spot open to be able to pivot from, you know, I could play KDB Aguero and then Otamendi, Zinchenko for an Indian, a cheaper option and then just depending on my score, decide which way I want to go type of thing in GBP. That's, that's one thing that I think is uh, not trumpeted enough that in GPP, Sometimes it, it pays off to play. If you're going to play someone from the late game, to play two players from the late game. Yep. So you could do that with that type of thing where you could optimize a little bit better if you want to, if you're either not performing well or performing well to block or move ownership or whatever, which is much harder to do with one spot. It's going to be <clears throat> disappointing in a slay when the first set of games end and everyone's like, oh, I'm doing really well. And you're like, yeah, but you have the highest total game coming up. Well, it depends on how well you're doing. It could be that that you're the opposite. You're playing two players from Man City, and then you go, I'm going to need, like, hat tricks out of both of them. Oh, that's right? true. That's I true. mean, like, I, to me, I, I look at it the other way. Like, if you're playing Man City players, you want meteors to happen in all the other games. You You, you want your goal flash, goal alert, whatever, to never go off. Right, right. <laughs> you want none of that, because then it doesn't matter. Then even if Man City win like one or two nothing, and you're still probably fine, 
right? But if you start see if you start seeing uh, you know Joe Mario goals and Shakiri scoring free kicks and you know all that you know did key with a hat trick, right? Something like that. Milia Jacevic is three penalties, right? Decore, obvious goal, obvious. Well, obviously, obvious, yeah, we don't even have to goal. talk about it, right? Yeah. And uh, and then you look and you're like, well, I, but I took two Man City players. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, good. Hopefully, it's five nothing. Do you have a guaranteed goal before we go? I thought you're guaranteeing a Decore goal. We, that should be just it. Should be a, that's not yeah, that's, a given. Yeah. That's like the automatic. Yeah. That's like the it's like guaranteeing tomorrow will be Friday. Right. That's I mean, that's on. the free thing in the the bingo square in the middle. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Exactly. Right. So no, you don't have one. Well, it's the can't be in the Swansea Burnley game. I was going to say it's not key. Okay. All right. No. No. It's the, no. It's not that. <laughs> Let uh, let's go. If, if let why not? If he starts, why not? Someone that I'd be willing to play if he starts. Because uh, I always have to at least do that. Because I, I will at least play the guy in some capacity. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Yannick Bellasi. Ooh. Because you mentioned him. I'm like, okay, that, that he's not a bad play for 5K if he's in. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. would play him in GPP. So it's boring for me to say, like, Joe Mario. I mean, like it, like all the other guys yeah. that I would say, it's like I, I'm not even sure if I would play them even in one lineup. So I just want to make sure to cover myself for for saying that. So, yeah, mm. why not? Yannick yeah, you don't want to disappoint on a guaranteed goal. Right. That's how you lose credibility. Right. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. You can find me at Rotowire Andrew. We're also available in the Rotowire Slack chat, which is open for all Rotowire subscribers and open for every sport. I'm in the soccer one more than anything else. But um, Jordan, thank you for all of that, and good luck to everybody on Saturday. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.